Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Minnesota were a chocolate. What chocolate would it be? This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Now, Bradley, explain explain yourself. Well, it's really not that complicated. I saw this story in the uh, internet area about a uh, chocolatier named Philip Ashley Ricks. He created a fifty piece design collection design <laughs> chocolate collection uh, that has like an American flag design, and he um, created a special chocolate. Why am I talking like I it's don't so know. precious? Because he's a chocolatier, which he's just a sounds yeah, yeah, so um, like very fancy, new tay, new Well, it's chocolate. He created fifty different chocolates for this collection, which is kind of fun, right? So each and every uh, state is represented by a different kind of chocolate. Ooh. So, for example. Uh, and some of these are like, quote, it's so obvious. Right. Colorado has a CBD chocolate. Oh. Right. That's so obvious. Florida has a key lime chocolate. I, Georgia, yeah. peaches and cream. Of course. Hawaii, caramelized pineapple. Mm. Idaho, roasted sweet potato. Um, but some of them, like, I was like, oh, I guess I don't know. Kansas is a cinnamon roll. Iowa, well, I guess sweet corn basil. Um, uh, but then we get to Minnesota toasted rice. So like Rice Krispies. I mean, I guess. But like, why does everybody get us so wrong? Toasted rice. And I was like, toasted rice is like the most. At first, I was like, oh, maybe wild rice because you know, like we're like a a wild rice capital. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, a really. Well known, we, we like would be well known for Minnesotan. wild rice, yes. right? Like wild rice chicken soup, yes, that kind of stuff. So I, I thought, well, maybe or rice krispies because General Mills is that General Mills? No, that's that's Kellogg. Kellogg. It's Kellogg, and that's not Minnesota. No, that's no. Michigan. Yeah. No. So, so again, that led me to the question: If we were going to have our own chocolate kids, what kind of chocolate would it be? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I got ideas. I'm sure you do too. Oh, Please don't so say obvious. lutefisk. No, I wasn't even going to say that. But I have tooth. Actually, tooth. tooth? You have a I tooth. Have tooth. I have two ideas. Which are well, the first one would be like a lingonberry. Yeah, right. Because For Swedish. Yeah, because we're Swedish. The other one would be herring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was totally joking. No, the other thing I was thinking is like a honey crisp. Like do something with that honey crisp apple. Oh yeah, apples flavor. and chocolate's a weird thing. But well, I, I mean, don't get is so, it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not. 
<laughs> no, or like I said, wild rice. I don't know. Super good idea. I feel like toasted. I don't know. I don't know what that would taste like. To be if honest you were going to make a Minnesota chocolate, what would the flavor profile Minnesota be? Minnesota chocolate. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Yeah, Holly, do you have any ideas of what you would put in the luscious center of your Minnesota chocolate? Tater tot hot dish. Oh, there you go. God, that's that vile. Works. Cream of mushroom soup. See, it's hard. I mean, you know, Juicy Lucy. (laughs) But you could, yeah. I was going to say you could like approximate a Juicy Lucy, like the flavor burst, but you don't want that stuff in the middle. Uh, Texas, I mean, they lucked out Dr. Pepper. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yes. What about um, Spam? See, all of the, the, like, sort of industrial things. I guess you could do a General Mills. Maybe the Pillsbury yeah. uh, Doughboy. Yeah, just put, put that the, in a chocolate. Put the Pillsbury Doughboy right there in the center. Some cookie dough. Eee! Put some cookie dough in. That would be good, right? Yeah, I just, I again, why are we always such a womp womp? Like, I don't know because I feel like it's because we're, we're so an afterthought. Like uh, Minnesota. Oh God, uh, toasted rice. Oh no, yeah, that like be the fine. most. Like the most. They're like, wow, we got toasted rice left over. Let's just put that one in for Minnesota. <laughs> like. The most uninteresting flavor. I I will, will say it. It does give. It's basically a crackle. What does? What's New York? New York, I think, is probably cheesecake. Uh, it's Junior's cheesecake. Yeah, cheesecake. Rude. Of course, New York always gets to shine. New Jersey, though. I'm sorry. Salt Arpet. water. <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to be totally rude. Sorry, Donna. Um, salt water banana taffy cream. Ooh, that's, that's straight, a from, lot. straight from the Too many shore. Words. Let's go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Lisa, what uh, if Minnesota were a chocolate? What would our flavor profile be? I'm not saying that this is what I would vote for, but I feel like it would be spam. See. Spam and chocolate. Chocolate. Oh my god! I don't think it's the worst. Uh, yes, you, know, you do. do. That's horrible. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Lisa, you're you're on. Uh, but it is. It's ours. You know. But we have more than just. I agree. Like assembled meat parts, thanks to gelatin. Okay, that should be our slogan. Assembled. Minnesota, more than just, just assembled, assembled meat, meat parts. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is the Minnesota chocolate? flavor what is there something like from i mean you you would think you've been to the minnesota state fair we are very creative with food cheese curds cheese and chocolate <laughs> well wisconsin got triple Together cream cheese ish wisconsin got cream cheese yeah oh that's rude well <sighs> uh what else what else do we got what else oh, do we do at oh, the fair oh grape salad <laughs> yes grape salad <laughs> And chocolate. Yeah, sounds yeah. Good. That's good. I'm curious about Nevada's selection, the combination of soy sauce and caramel for also, their chocolate by this person. I mean, oh, that's interesting. Where does soy sauce play in Nevada? I don't know. I don't know. Nebraska got rum-soaked raisins. Yeah, they did. I don't know. Strawberry hot sauce from North I Carolina. Mean, some of them are strange, right? Like, yeah, the strawberry hot sauce, I don't get that. I don't. I don't know. And so, surely there are other states that have talk shows that are aggrieved right now yeah. that are aggrieved about the chocolate that they got. Yeah. But I, I'm always just bummed that ours is like toasted rice. It's yeah. Just well, like it is. I guess it is sort of a not anything a tribute to the most bland among us. Yes. 
which is just rude. Yeah. And I don't like it. Uh, Let's go to Brittany. Brittany's on the line. Hello, Brittany. Brittany, if Minnesota were a chocolate flavor, what flavor profile would we have? What about deep fried chocolate on a stick? Yes. Oh, I like that. Yes. I like that. I like this. Like mini donuts or something shoved in a chocolate. Mini donuts. That should be the flavor. Thank you, Brittany. All right, deep fried on a stick. Deep fried on a stick. Maybe a pickle. Let's let Gail have the last word. Hi, Gail. Gail, if Minnesota were a chocolate, what would our flavor profile be? Hi, Gail. Oh, hi. Um, how about rhubarb? Oh, oh I'd be here for rhubarb. I'd be here for rhubarb, too. That I would be really good. I have a big really bag good. in my fridge right now. We have lots of it. It's true. Yeah. Thank you, Gail. Bradley, why don't you experiment? Bring us some rhubarb chocolate. I, I, I would bring you some rhubarb cake, but I will probably have eaten it all by the time I get home. And okay. I also, just heads up, uh, make sure you take the rubber band off the rhubarb. Did you bake I the baked. rubber band in? <laughs> oh, you got a surprise. A rubber band. That's a like, rhubarb band. That's like the first time I, I did I opened, Thanksgiving and I didn't know you were supposed to take everything out of the inside of the turkey. Oh. Yeah, just necks and stuff. What happened? You opened what? I cut a piece out bag. and I was like, that piece of rhubarb is really red. Like fire engine red? I don't think rhubarb is fire engine. That's a rubber band. Did you chew it? No. No, I. but I pulled it out and it just like went. <laughs> I was like, it's rubber. It's okay. fine. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you know, I was gone when the Ellen DeGeneres and Oprah Winfrey interview occurred. Mm. And it, I know I missed. I know I missed out. So I wanted to hear from you two who were paying attention what I missed. And uh, maybe have a hot take or two after All this right. on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Oh, last week, I took a little time off uh, to do some traveling with my son. Uh, and all heck broke loose. The Ellen show was canceled, and then she talked to Oprah. And I missed all of that. And so I wanted to go back and revisit it on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. It's totally selfish. I just didn't get to talk about it, and now I want to talk about it. What do you want to know? Well, I want to know everything. Like, what did I miss? What did they talk about? Was it, what, did anything like, groundbreaking or huge or surprising come out of this conversation or was it a womp womp like well, i think it probably was i mean all of the above right and holly feel free to j- jump in because we covered this at length last week i think it was th- when did the actual interview air uh, that was wednesday? Thursday. wednesday thursday i think it was on thursday yeah. that it aired yes um I I think one of the big things that we were struck by as we listened to, there are two things, actually. Um, I mean, there were several things, but there are two uh, particular chunks that we addressed on the show. And one is that Ellen did a extended interview with Savannah Guthrie on today, which was far more enlightening, although not that much more satisfying than the interview she did with Oprah Winfrey and to call Oprah and Ellen's conversation and interview, that's not really true. It, it was, was just like, a talk. It was Oprah showing up on Ellen to congratulate her and uh, emotional, be her emotional support guru in a moment uh, after announcing to the audience that she was uh, leaving the show. That there was not a lot awkward. of, there was not a lot of Oprah digging deep. D- no, not into at all. Ellen's reasons for leaving 
all of those questions were answered uh, in the conversation that Ellen had, and not satisfactorily as far as we were concerned, but um, with her Savannah Guthrie interview. One of the things I heard, and I don't remember if this was on Savannah Guthrie or if it was with the Oprah conversation, but was Ellen saying, you know, uh, that she had no idea about the toxic work environment, that she was very... Um, forthcoming about that that all of that happened and she was not aware of it and my instant reaction to that and i don't know if if you guys have any insight to this uh having seen those interviews my gut reaction to that is if you are at the helm of a show or of any business and you and toxic things are happening around you and you say you're not aware of it that's a pretty good indicator that maybe you might be part of the toxicity. Yeah, certainly. Holly, do you want to take the um, that part of the conversation where that was with Savannah Guthrie, where she um, said that, you know, she's had many celebrity interviews, but um, was not aware that things were so toxic. So it really hurt her. Oh, yeah. And specifically, when Ellen was talking to Savannah Guthrie, she made a point to say that she never heard any of her celebrity guests have anything bad to say about what was happening on The Ellen Show. Well, of course not. Thank you. Because they're getting something from it. Well, also, like any personality, when you are a strong personality, and the name of the show is Ellen. Right. This is not like a normal... Everything begins and ends with Ellen. Everything is a reflection of Ellen. You are, you are the, she is the alpha, she is the omega, right? Like everything in that organization is about Ellen. And you can imagine then that people lower on the, uh, uh, on the structure, the organizational chart at Ellen who have, you know, negative things to say about Ellen, who, by the way, again, the name is on the show. Right. They're just not going to be empowered to provide any negative feedback. Like nobody's encouraging any. I can totally see a situation where nobody's encouraging anyone to be to to provide the appropriate feedback because right. it's a negative reflection on Ellen, which is the thing that everybody's trying to do. So nobody wants to call out like Ellen, the, like the, the thing, thing. That's, yeah, because they think that that's somehow going to hurt what they're doing, right? Well, and that's the thing. I mean, it feeds people in many ways, right? It feeds people very literally in the fact that people who work for the Ellen show are getting paid and that's how they earn their living. But for the celebrities on their part, the Ellen show is, you know, because Oprah is no longer the Holy Grail because she's moved on to her greener pastures. But being on Ellen is like the Holy Grail for a celebrity to, to promote their thing. So they're not going to be like, hey, Ellen, that was a real bad experience. You guys are kind of toxic. It's kind of toxic around here. If Ellen has you on her show, you're not going to walk up to Ellen and be like, girl, I mean, just heads up. Things are kind of stanky around here because you don't know if she's the one responsible for it. You don't know if she's like aware. Like you ain't getting in the middle of somebody else's like you are just kissy, kissy face. Like, except for one person. Do you know who who springs to mind? Dakota Johnson. Oh, yeah. Do you oh. guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, for Very sure. awkward Everybody, interaction. I mean, the internet was a, a light with, uh, you know, Dakota Johnson, you know, calling her out and saying, you know, congrats on bringing down Ellen. I mean, but she just didn't have a poker face. Yeah. Right? Like, she just went on Ellen and was like, no, the way you're saying things is not how it actually happened. Yeah. 
I'm not here for you spinning my tail into something that is going to be your joke's punchline. I'm going to just tell the truth. I mean, it's like almost like she just, I don't know, like a screw went loose or something, but I was here for it. Yeah. Well, no, she, I didn't even think I went back and watched that. I didn't think she was being rude at all. It was clear no. that she was like not going to play along with whatever Ellen thought she was doing. And Ellen has her, you know, delightful way of sort of making it awkward and funny. Um, but again, if your defense is, I didn't know because nobody told me, then you're not doing your job. And ultimately, you're a leader. And I will say that, and Holly, feel free to agree or disagree. Um, you just got the sense that she, and I hate to use this word because I think it's so, like people do this and blame other people for behaving this way when it's not actually the case, but it was kind of a victim. Uh, like you, I, I felt like she was the victim of something, but then you realize it's Ellen. She couldn't possibly be the victim, the victim of something yeah, right. because she's in charge. Right. Well, and she reframed the victimization in as much as Ellen said that she felt like she was being uh, sought out by the media specifically that she was being like singled out and targeted singled out and targeted for months by the media. So she said that to your point, Bradley of some kind of like victimhood mentality of this. Now there are some things that she said that you, you, there was a fair argument for that, that perhaps there was misogyny that was fueling some of these things that there were, uh, as a man, I I concur. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, man. That can be argued. However, it was, that there was almost like some kind of singular entity that wanted to quote unquote cancel Ellen and she was the victim of it. Yeah. Well, this sounds familiar. When we come back, it does. I'm just saying, you know, maybe she could sit down with Piers Morgan. And oh, oh, Sharon I was Osborne like, I'm not sure who you're com- like, yes. sit at the cancel table yes. and eat their cancel lunch together. Oh, wow. When we come back, oh <laughs> Colleen is the cancel lunch lady, apparently. We've got dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this. I hope they scoop the potatoes with an ice cream scooper. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lidstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Sometimes other places. Like where? Um, oh, where are we going? Illinois. 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 As we like to say. Um, and this one isn't so much about the crime as it is about the criminal. Okay? So the crime is just garden variety. Okay. It's like, oh, yeah, you know. I stole something. He stole a bunch of stuff. He's uh, been arrested for burglary, theft, and possession of burglary tools. Oh, and he's being held on a $5,000 bond. Here are my burglary blah, blah, blah. tools. Right? Blah, blah, blah. It's fine. Whatever. But it is um, how he appears in his mugshot that is making headlines for this criminal, 45-year-old. I'm going to say his last name is Scatini, but I don't think that that's how Scatini? it's pronounced. I don't want to say what I think it is. 
Um, any who's he, what's he? He's also known as Alejandro oh. Lopez. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, he has another name? Yeah. You know, criminals. They like to have a few names. That's, Just, you know, okay. switch it up. Any who's he, what's he? He's in jail. Okay. And Sorry. he Don't has a mugshot. And what you see in the mugshot is the thing that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. What's the thing in the mugshot? He has a tattoo on his forehead. Oh, is it like, I'm a criminal. Well, I rob things. Uh, I burgle. I'm with stupid. Or I am stupid. It says. It literally says I'm stupid. F you. <gasps> but it's the actual word. He's walking around the world with that tattoo. I just feel on like that's face. a constant like moment and opportunity for people to be aggrieved. Yeah. Yep. Uh, How now, dare you, lest, sir? Lest you think this is a new look for him, like he just was like, ah, I know what I'll do. I'll go get a tattoo on my forehead before my next mugshot. No. Another mugshot shows that this ink has been in place for approximately 17 plus years. Oof. So he has been walking around with the... So now it just says... On his dome. Oh, it's on his head? It's on his head. It's on his forehead. He applied directly. He had on... Applied directly to your forehead. He did. Except don't. Except for don't. I just... I he also don't... appears to have like a barcode between his eyebrows, which I don't know. I wonder if that's like a QR code you can... Yeah, just pick your phone up to it, and it'll take you to his personal website. Oh, look, I found a Pokemon. Do people do that? That'd be kind of clever. Have a QR code yeah. as their tattoo? Yeah. To take That's you not to the worst idea. Perf- you know, your website? Like, hey, guys, take a picture of me, and then go to my website. Smash and subscribe. I feel like you're on a journey right now. I feel like it's been done. <laughs> right? I, uh, yeah, I think it actually probably has. Actually, probably. That's what the kids are doing. QR code tattoo. Uh-huh. Okay, let's see. Yep, it's been done. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, do you have somebody? I do. Where were where we? Illinois. Oh, that's right. Illinois. Well, now we're going to South Carolina. South Carolina. And I want to tell you about a guy who uh, did something stupid. Um, the well, victim. this is the appropriate place to do that. Exactly. Crazy, stupid, or idiotic. But I want to tell you about the victim is a 27-year-old lady. And the uh, criminal in this case, uh, or the perpetrator, is a guy named Fred Funny. And Mr. Funny... Or it's either funny or fun. Yeah. Um, either way. Either way, that's a great last name. And totally mm-hmm. inappropriate for this particular story because uh-uh. the story is neither fun. Yeah. Nor funny. Oh. Um, he got drunk and something happened. Now, Fred Funny is 61 years young. Remember, okay. victim is actually a lady that he was living with and they've been together for about five months. He proposed to her most recently at a Walmart. And had a wedding planner. They were about to get married. Oh. But I don't think they're going to get married anymore. Uh Uh-oh. And it's because he did something after getting a little tipsy. Oh. He had an affair. No. In their kitchen. No. No. Uh. It was 3.15 in the a.m. when police were called. Was a pizza involved? There was no pizza, but you are half right. Like a hot pocket? No, when I say you're half right, so... It's either the P or the za. Yeah, and it's not the za. <laughs> oh. He peed on her at 3.15 a.m.? Well, in a manner of speaking. So, Mr. Funny apparently got angry. <laughs> uh, he got drunk, came home, started an argument about the, quote, favors... That uh, his female friend was 
uh, supposed to provide him. Quote oh, about like, the favor like noisemakers and yes. like no <laughs> bubbles, sexy favors. Oh, so huh. about the sexy favors that quote needed to be done. Oh, so three fifteen needed to be done. Yep, she was like, I'm not. We're not. Sounds like it was a need for him. Yeah. Not for her. Yeah. So she was like, no, thank you. They got into a screaming match. He hurled a bunch of profanities. But then he hurled something else. His pee. But it's the manner of the pee throwing that earns him crazy stupidity at status. Because I feel like even if somebody peed on someone, we wouldn't normally cover that story. Did he pee in balloons and make like little water balloons? Well, that's not the worst story. Um, Did he like DIY sprinkler? No. <laughs> what is that? You know? Like, <laughs> is that a thing? She just acted it I out. Just, I just made it up. Watch the YouTube clip later. I think I think tonight you have an assignment. Um, okay, so that's not actually what happened. Okay. What had happened was there was a bucket full of urine. A bouquet, if you will, of, of urine. Of pee-pee. A bucket of pee-pee. Now, you may be asking yourself, how do you, you know, you get into an argument, how do you come up with a bucket of urine on a moment's notice, well, yeah, right? How That's do not you a thing. come up with a bucket of like, urine on a moment's notice? You don't have a bucket notice. of urine at your house, do you? You don't know. I mean, I kinda, no, I don't. I we just know. have toilets, right? Yeah, you have toilets. Well, apparently, um, <sighs> he'd been using the bucket as a toilet. Yes. Oh, so what's my. interesting Oof. is that upon being woken by the cop who smelled of alcohol, the surprise, cop did. No, upon being woken by the cop. Oh, okay. what's his, uh, Mr. Funny smelled Mr. Funny like, smelled funny. Smelled funny. Okay. He denied throwing the pee. Um, but apparently, I don't ever want those words anywhere near my name. Apparently, after yelling a bunch of profanities at the lady, he grabbed a bucket that he, and this is her telling police, he grabbed a bucket that he uses to urinate into. Okay. And then that's when he threw it at her. There is no indication on why he urinates in a bucket. I don't know, but I feel like this, I feel like she... I feel like she made some good choices. Uh, what were no, the good choices? T- to not marry him because oh, yeah. you can't mm-hmm. marry a person who pees in a bucket and then throws it at well, you. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, he's in jail, so they're probably not getting married. Well, I would hope there's not. There's no word on whether or not the, the marriage is being postponed. Again, I feel like, why are why do you have a... I mean, is there a plumbing issue? Well, yeah. But it, it that's not the indication, right? Because she just said the bucket that he uses to relieve himself... Like, he can't be bothered to, like, go to the bathroom. He's like, I'm just going to pee right here. I mean, maybe they have an outhouse or something. Could be. But it's inside their house. I know. I'm just saying, in, when you, in on the farm, when you had an outhouse, you'd use a chamber pot in the middle of the night if you had to go potty. Maybe it's a chamber pot. Maybe it's a chamber bucket. A chamber bucket. Yeah, no. I think there's just... he's They're just gross. Just gross. Uh, for our final story... Would you please accompany me to Massachusetts? Massachusetts. Thank you. We are going to a video store in Massachusetts, a video rental store. Is that a thing? Apparently it is. Cool. In this store in Massachusetts. Uh, and here's what happened. There was an o- The owner of the video store <clears throat> is now facing charges because do you know what he did as part of his business plan? He, he- did not rewind 
videotapes. No, but that, but you do want to be kind and rewind. Yeah. These are things my People children don't do that anymore. Understand. There's no video stores anymore. Right? How is this even an operation? I don't even know. Yeah. That's it's like saying, like, I've got a telegraph business. The name of the place is Adopt a Video. It's in Leominster, Massachusetts. I'm probably saying that wrong, but you probably have to say it like, yeah, I don't know. Like you're from Boston. Anyway, he hired people to shoplift from other stores and that was the supply that he was then selling at his store. He was selling things that weren't videos? That, yes. He was selling extra stuff store? at his video store. Like, hey, come get videos and, and a car. Right. But the stuff that he was selling had been shoplifted from Weird. other stores. So rather than working directly with a supplier to maybe you know buy things on the cheap and then sell them for more, because that's a business plan, that's a model that most people do, Yeah, he was actually hiring people to be shoplifters, to shoplift things from other stores that he would then sell at his own. 26 different people working directly underneath him who, who regularly stole stores, stuff from stores like Walmart and Target, Home Depot, CVS. So people would just show up to get, you know, romancing the stone and and a six pack of Diet Coke. And a hot six cents. pack of Diet Coke. Weird. Yes. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um among I mean there's like there's I feel like you should be of a, all the things you should be suspicious of a video rental store, right? Like any like how are you making money doing yeah, that? Yeah. Didn't have a tanning bed. Good question. <laughs> that would seem appropriate. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a tanning bed that, like, you sat in, and then you got more than a tan. Oh. Because those seem, I mean, it seems like you could run a front for a business, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a little game to play, and that game is called The Throwback. Live! After this on My Talk 1071.